0: Hey there, true believers, and welcome to episode 12 of the Marvel Mondays Initiative here on the Penultimate Conquest. Today's topic is, of course, our discussion of Captain America, the first Avenger, as part of our MCU Rewind series, where we re-watch and rank the MCU films. But before we get into our discussion, we've got a little housekeeping. If you're watching on YouTube, consider dropping a like and a sub, and don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications for all our shows, like our video game show, the Penultimate Conquest podcast. Our TV and movies podcast, The Cross Media Show, and our anime show, Anime Nation, as well as our new show, Stats on Stats. Um, Update on stream and uh, streaming schedule. No uh, Resident Evil uh, stream tonight with Tessa. Uh, Check back next week. We'll see. Uh, Ruben, are you sprinkling in some Mass Effect this week?
1: Yeah, I figured since Tessa's not streaming today, I might just stream some Mass Effect or some Knockout City oh yeah what do you think what do you think oh, we'll, we'll talk okay. yeah
0: we'll, we'll talk okay and this is a great place to plug uh our merch store don't forget we've got merch up on our website the com slash merch just like ruben is showing off now uh, in the black oh. colorway with the nice blue letters it looks great it looks amazing i get i get mine in tomorrow and i'm very excited for those of you who don't know me, my name is Christian Macias, your curator of cinema and host for the evening. And alongside me today is the friendly neighborhood co-host of all things Marvel and De- Destiny, the daddy-to-be, Eric Ginn. Hi, friend.
2: Hey, what's up, Christian? I I feel so out of it because everyone's talking about Knockout City and I, I haven't played any of it. I have no idea. I haven't played one round.
1: haven't played?
2: Mm-mm. My time has been um, going through... Catching up on Critical Role and playing Persona Five Strikers. That's about it, and sprinkling of Overwatch. So that's all I've been doing. Yeah, but Aaron, okay. Actually,
1: what if you can play
2: tonight? Uh maybe we'll see. Tess and I are having another movie night tonight. We're gonna watch. Um, get back into the Conjuring to get ready for the new movie. So okay, and rewatch all the Conjuring movies. All right. One They're day, I'll be,
0: I'll, one day I'll be invited over to the Ginn household, and we'll all watch a movie together. Mm-hmm. maybe maybe it'll be an mcu movie our We're couch
2: not. can fit like seven people so oh, sweet that, no amazing worries. does that mean i get that and, invite too yeah i mean you guys have to pay for your own flight down here but yeah sure we'll we'll put you up <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put you up for the week you guys won't have to worry about anything so all right and
0: who's that other voice you may be you may be wondering rounding out the war table of course our one and only director of operations ruben guerrero how are you my friend
1: I'm good, Christian. How are you?
0: God, dude. This guy, <laughs> this guy
1: always brings us the random energy to the show. I love it. I figured out how to finally use
0: my stream deck,
1: so I figured.
0: Oh, so you just push a button and it zoomed in?
1: Why not use it? Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Yep. I love that. You guys, I have some some cool Marvel news today to share with you guys. Before we even get into it, you guys ready for this?
2: Let's yes.
0: Watch. Um, as the time at the time of recording, Loki premieres this. Wednesday two days from now and from posting it Loki's tomorrow are you guys excited first and foremost
2: I'm at like nine I'm very ready for this I'm ready for like Doctor Who MCU stuff
1: yeah for mm-hmm. for me Loki is kind of like at a six but like Owen Wilson brings it up to a nine you know just, oh my god Owen Wilson's in this just song just hearing him say wow One more time, it just gets me.
2: Are you Loki? Wow,
0: (laughs) I've heard his. I've heard his character is like supposed to be like pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. I'm super excited. Wow. Um. So yeah, ahead of that, I got some stuff based on Loki from Twitter. There was an article that came out today from Empire, uh, wherein Kevin Feige says that Loki will have more impact on the MCU than any other show thus far, which is very exciting. And I want to read you two quick paragraphs we can we can react to. With a timeline-hopping plot and an alt-universe Loki at its heart, you'd be forgiven for thinking that Loki will be a largely standalone adventure away from the main events of the MCU. Not so, according to head honcho Kevin Feige. It's tremendously important, he says. It perhaps will have more impact on the MCU than any of the shows thus far. What everybody thought about WandaVision and, and was sort of true, and The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was sort of true, is even more true for Loki. And just as WandaVision gave us Wanda in full Scarlet Witch garb, and the Falcon and Winter Soldier gave us Sam Wilson as a fully-fledged Captain America, it seems that Loki might prove similarly transformative for its central character. Quote, you want to see, after six hours or so, characters change and evolve. Hence Feige. We don't make these shows to not be radical, right? Which is insane to me. Like, I did not... I thought the show was going to be just, like, a fun romp kind of thing, but this is going to have some insane ramifications for the MCU that I'm I'm not expecting.
1: Yeah, I thought that freaking WandaVision had ramifications for the MCU, but this is making it sound like, well, I mean, he did say it, but like bigger picture is just, oh God, I'm so excited. Oh man, I can't wait.
2: I I think it's one of those things where so with WandaVision, the main story, even though we kind of went like off the rails with what it could be, the main story was about Wanda, like, getting over her grief and her becoming Scarlet Witch. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was about, you know, people dealing with the blip. Um, very much more a more political show and just Sam becoming Captain America. So it's like their story, whereas this one, the Loki we know is dead. So he's gone. This is like this alternate universe one, and he can go just mess things up. Like, l- yeah. let him loose. Let him go have fun. Um yeah, especially if we got the TVA involved and we're going to different timelines and stuff. I think some stuff's going to get messed up. So I'm very excited.
0: I think seeing 2012 arrogant, like, egotistic Loki, okay, like, in in comparison, not in comparison, like, in conjunction with, like, all the uh, timeline stuff and alternate universe shenanigans, it's going to be a pretty a pretty fun show, I think. Yeah. And uh- with that... some not go ahead, no, no please, no, please. No, go ahead, I got nothing. Okay, some early reviews came, like uh, across my timeline. Uh, it seems to be like the first two episodes were shown to a select few people, and episode one seems to be getting mixed reviews. But critics are, are arguing that it's actually a necessary setup for the show, saying it's a bit messy, but you have to introduce the TVA, and all that setup. Pays off in episode two, where the show really starts to sh- the show really starts to shine. Uh, so I can't wait, and I I don't know if this Wednesday we get two episodes or we just get the one. I, I don't know.
2: I think, I we, think just we just get, get one.
0: one.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a question. What? How many episodes is this? Is it just six? six. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Do we know how? But long? is the
2: only show to have a confirmed second season? So. Okay.
0: Really. Mm-hmm. Ooh.
1: Interesting. The only one. Do we know how long this is going to be? Is it going to be like forty-five minutes? Is it gonna... I think they
2: said forty to fifty. So I think they said it's going to be like what Falcon and Winter Soldier length of episodes? So okay, that excites me. Yeah,
1: I kind of wish that we get to see just like a Marvel TV show, just the TVA itself. You know what I'm saying? Like Owen Wilson doing his thing and like fixing stuff behind the scenes in the future. For all we know. For all we know,
0: this could be it. Know no, that? yeah,
1: but like Loki's in this, you know? Like I'm I'm hoping this gets a
0: spin-off. This is already a spin-off, no?
2: Eh. Well, we Loki, may Loki hate is. the TVA. You may not like Owen Wilson at all. That's impossible. So no I'm just saying like his I character know, know. may not be great. Although I did see something else that we can throw in the Loki thing. Apparently there was a piece of um, a picture or something taken set that shows that ge- Loki may be gender fluid. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I just oh, saw nice. that. Interesting. Very interesting.
0: You see that on
1: Twitter? No, I just I looked, didn't looked see up it.
2: I see on Loki. Twitter. Mm-hmm. CNN is saying mm-hmm. Loki oh, uh, being gender fluid. That's I, confirmed. I thought, that, I thought that was cool. That is cool. Very cool.
0: I love seeing progressive stuff in the MCU like that.
2: Moving Fair on. For, st- our chance.
0: Oh, yeah. Moving on to some more Marvel news, Avengers camp Campus opened late last week, and I had no idea what it was until it opened and I saw videos of it. It's just like a like a little section in Disneyland, right? Yep. Like a, like a Cars Land or something, right?
2: Mm-hmm. But more successful. I don't know. That Cars Land Whoa. is pretty successful, man. Oh, okay.
0: Dude, the neon lights in Cars Land when it's like dark? I don't know. I don't know if Avengers can compete with that aesthetic oh. of Radiator Springs. I'll say it.
2: Okay. Man, I still want to go to this place so bad. Like, I saw in the video of just like the uh, animatronic Spider Man just swinging through oh, everything. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, that looks so cool. It's
0: animatronic? Yeah, the so one swinging.
2: A, sorry. Yeah, the one swinging.
0: Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Ruben.
2: So, I think it was the last thing that uh, I forget the guy who was on Mythbusters. He unfortunately passed away last year. Grant Embers?
0: Yeah. I can't remember no, his name.
2: This is apparently one of the things he worked on. And so, it looks fantastic. Like, it really does. The I did only, like that Oh, I'm sorry.
0: No, the only stuff I saw was Sp- like Spider-Man, uh, like doing some flips and stuff. Doctor mm. Strange coming, uh, coming in, and then, of course, uh, Anthony Mackie getting to visit campus, and he gave the shield his shield to the Avengers campus, Captain America, which I thought was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that was awesome. Pretty dope. Yeah.
0: Let's all go. Let's do a live show at Avengers Campus.
1: Let's do it. I will absolutely do that. I guess Eric's <laughs> brilliant.
0: No, is it Ruben? Get the credit card. Ooh. The company credit card. The company card. Crazy Ruben. See
1: things. It's not looking good for the company.
2: Card. Hey, after 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 E three, man, everyone's going to pick up on Penultimate Conquest. Let's do it. Oh, Let's yeah. hope. Let's hope.
0: My last my last bit of Marvel news before we get to the topic of the show is um, some casting news for Spider Verse two. Not MCU related, but uh, Marvel related. It's Ray has been cast in into the Spider Verse uh-huh. two. Yeah. Very cool Let's stuff. Go. I don't know who she's playing. I don't know if that was put anywhere, but she has been cast. Spider-Woman.
1: That's what I was thinking, yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, she's mm. playing
1: Spider-Woman. Oh, you know for a fact. Got it. That oh, I can't wait for this movie. So you're in with Sony like I'm in with John Watts?
2: No, I just read an article that said that. I, I can read Ruben.
1: Well, no, because I, I I didn't think they, they uh, you that know, no, out there. It was,
2: yeah, she is cast as Spider-Woman. That's
1: pretty cool. Very exciting stuff. The question is: oh. Do we want to see a Spider Verse two, or do we want to see
0: Far uh, No Way Home? Like, what, what am I? What are we more excited for? Is yeah. that what you are
1: asking? Yeah, what are you more excited for?
0: I'm a sucker for the MCU, so I'll say Far From Home.
2: Uh, I'll I'll go I'll go No Way Home as well. Um, uh, but I mean obviously once into the Spider Verse 2 comes out, I'm very excited for it. Oh that. yeah, yeah, of
1: course. Like don't get me wrong, but the, what Sony's doing with the animation is Yeah. They're insane. killing it there. Insane. Yeah. yeah. And plus I just yeah. want to prove Eric wrong, you know.
0: I wasn't a huge fan of Mitchell vs. the Machines, but the, I'll admit like the animation was like that movie's really fantastic.
1: Good. Really good. I liked it a lot.
0: Sure. Moving on to at last our topic of the show, Captain America: The First Avenger, released on May seventh, twenty eleven, directed by none other than Joe Johnston, with a runtime of two hours and four minutes, a budget of one hundred and forty million dollars, and a box office worldwide gross of three hundred and seventy million. Um, so not too even double. Too low. Too yeah. Low. Thor actually made more money than. yeah absolutely. right
1: i just wanted to really
0: That kind of blew my mind dude like really like this is far and away the better movie
1: thank you thank you i'm glad we're yeah there's no argument there's no argument here that i'm just saying i'm glad because uh, you know some things were said last week and it made it sound like eric you were saying that thor was a better movie I just want to make Thor sure. Thor's a better...
2: What? No. Okay. i never All said right. that. All right. I, my goal was to say that Thor was better than the Incredible Hulk, and I succeeded in that campaign. I've heard it both there's ways. There is no...
1: There's... There's what? No. <laughs> I've heard it both ways.
2: Like, there's no... Like, this is probably... I don't want to spoil it toward the end. This is up top for me. Like, this... I think this may be in my top 10 MCU movies, period. So... Really? Mm-hmm.
0: But you agree that this is the worst of the Captain America trilogies, correct? This and by worst, like, I mean, like, the least best. Yeah,
2: the least best. This is this is it. Because, like, Winter Soldier is on another level and Civil War is on a whole another level. But this is, like, you need this movie to show where Cap is. They're so all S-tier, is... S-tier,
1: baby. I agree. They're all S-tier.
0: Yes, but this is, like, the bottom of the S-tier. No, no there is no it, like, bottom it, it, of the <laughs> S-tier.
1: They're all S-tier. Captain America has the best trilogy
2: Oh yeah.
0: yeah, there's no argument is, there I
2: think. Yeah, this is number 10 for me in MCU movies. Okay.
0: Although, if you think about it, there is an argument to be made that like Captain America is a static character that he doesn't really have any huge change throughout the trilogy. Even though his movies are good, he his character fundamentally stays the same. You get more growth out of Thor and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man so Tony Stark and you do Captain America. Just think about it.
1: I mean, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. There's more character growth for Thor. I don't know about for Iron Man. Uh, well, I would say throughout the whole th- all, the trilogy of Iron Man, there's not really more. Iron Man grows the most. Really? You think? Yeah. Because I think the the only change we see is in Iron Man 1. Uh, I guess Iron Man 2 as well, yeah.
0: where he... but Moving back. Yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. I, I do want to ask real quick, who do you think would win in a um, arm wrestling contest between Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans?
1: Chris Hemsworth now definitely Chris Hemsworth.
0: No, in this era, like between uh, Thor, Thor one era.
2: I'm giving it to Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans, like Chris Evans, Captain America in the first one. I think was <laughs> much bigger than Chris Hemsworth and Thor one brawling.
0: My eyes in the theater watching him come out of that shell, like, are you kidding me? Is these this juicy?
2: We got spray, uh, it looked like they sprayed water on him right before they came out. I think he was that's glistening.
0: Par- most likely, what they did, <laughs>
2: glistening.
0: He's all steamy and he's all breathing all heavy, and I'm just like, damn, that's hot. But my first question here is, uh, for you guys is: Did you guys watch this in theaters at all? Do you remember watching this? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. What a time! This is back when movie theaters, like at least on the West Coast, midnight showings were still at midnight. So I remember watching this and like be- being so giddy in my seat, thinking like, "Oh my god, this is the last one before we get a team up movie! Like it's actually happening! I can't wait!" When did this movie
2: come out again? I'm sorry,
0: May seventh, 2011. So this would be a whole year before the Avengers would come
2: out. That was Thor. That was Thor. Thor was May seventh, 2011. I believe this. Yeah, one I thought was, this was a summer um, movie. You no, know, because.
0: What I went in and uh, changed the dates. I thought. Hold on, I got you.
2: Yeah, please, if you can find uh, this me. movie released on July nineteenth, twenty eleven. There you yeah, go. Yeah, thank you. There yeah. you go. That makes more sense because I saw this in Florida,
1: and usually my family goes down to Florida for summer vacation, and I basically had to drag everybody to come out and go to the movies and see this movie because there was nothing yep. I don't think there was anything else playing. Like that was actually really good. And uh, yeah, everybody not everybody liked it, but like, you know. Everybody sucks. It's
2: good. I I remember I saw it, this was like an awkward time. I went to go see it with the preacher of my grandmother's church at the time because he had no one to go see it with like and uh, I was like, I'll I'll go see it with you. Um uh, and so he actually he actually used the movie in his next sermon, which was interesting. But oh my uh, god. Yeah. He um it was weird. I it was it was weird. Um but um that's first that's how the first time I saw it. Um never I mean, spoke with him again after that <laughs> <not> really <laughs> I love
0: that we both have a history of going to the movies with someone and then never talking to them ever again <laughs> after an Eric. Mm-hmm. I wanted to mention one more thing. If you guys remember the like marketing campaign for this movie, it was a lot of like shots of World War II soldiers. It's all in black and white. And they would like photoshop Captain America in, in like different locations. So there's like a D Day one of him like getting ready oh, to storm the beach of Normandy, which is like really cool.
1: That's pretty cool. I didn't know. Yeah. that.
0: We didn't get like a war movie that I thought we were going to get with this movie, but I was still pleasantly surprised. I I love the ride of Captain America 1.
1: Great movie.
0: So moving on, do we think this works as an origin movie? Is it a success? How does Mm -hmm. it compare to other Phase 1 movies?
1: This is definitely a success. I think this
0: shows you the type of person
1: that uh, Steve Rogers is. And it shows you like that he has the power to uh, essentially like not influence. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is uh, not influence people to do the right thing, but like inspire. There you go. Inspire people Mm. to be better.
2: In my opinion, he's just good. Yeah. He's lawful good, yeah. that's what he is, and that's what makes it so good like usually it's hard to with these kind of characters with like Captain America and Superman to really show hey, are there any flaws or anything uh, but you know they go through a lot like you know cap loses Bucky uh in this movie he you know he's kind of a um dancing bear in the beginning of the movie when he gets his powers like i i just want to help people and like nope we're gonna make you a marketing tool buddy um and he goes through a lot of loss in this and but at the end of the day he's still that paragon of justice and that paragon of you know good that i think really sets the stage for all the other movies like what makes Winter Soldier and Civil War more impactful is that we see that Steve Rogers is a really good person. Mm -hmm.
0: I think for me, what makes uh, his origin so special is that Steve starts out as like the very clear underdog. And even after he gets his power, he's, he's still um, holds on to, yeah, he's, he's still humble. He still holds on to that underdog spirit that you can't help but root for. And feel inspired by. And that continues not through just the rest of the movie, obviously. But through the rest of, I think, the MCU franchise. Which, like, God, man. Kevin Feige. Can't believe you've done this. What did you grab, Ruben? I saw you were grabbing something.
1: Just how perfect the steelbook cover of of this movie is. Like, come on. It's fucking amazing.
0: It's a weird
2: poster. I will say that. It's a yeah. cool steel book, but I do not I did not like that poster one bit.
0: Just rip it on this guy's steel book, huh? Damn. I know, right? Like
1: Plus, it's also it's got hey box. that cool. sounds cool. That sounds that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. cool.
2: Like that's awesome. It's it's just, it's got like the Spider Man MCU problem where with the posters they put everything on it. Yeah. If, if there's one much. thing
0: if there's one thing that Marvel needs help with it, is creating some cool posters.
2: Yeah. I don't know about that.
1: What do what do you mean? I think do I do have... not remember
2: the PS2 Black Panther poster. No. What? ps Where he was like sitting on he was sitting on the throne and it looked so bad. Uh it's and he's he doesn't have his helmet on or anything. It looks like PS2 graphics. It's it's bad. Yeah. Marvel Marvel doesn't have the best posters.
1: I think I have every MCU movie besides the freaking uh, Spider-Man
0: steelbooks,
1: and I'm very upset about that.
0: Yeah. I wanted the uh, like Infinity Saga thing that came out at Best Buy. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that thing looked cool.
1: Yep. 229 bucks.
0: Worth it. We can put it on the company Jump. card, guys. <laughs> it exists.
1: Oh, yeah, it yeah, exists, but, I, but we're like in heaven.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah. But, like, I I wanted to ask, like... I guess maybe this is, like, it's starting to get deeper in conversation, but, like, do you think this origin story is better than Tony Stark's? I think,
1: for me, personally, it makes me like Cap more. Because, like, uh, I don't know, I think it was you that said, like, it, it... Steve has that underdog uh, story, and he continues to stay the underdog even after he becomes Captain America. And I guess that's something, like, I'm a fan of. Like, as you can see, I got the the uh, poster of Cap is Worthy up there. I got a freaking Captain America shield. So, like, I... For me, personally, I think that is a much better story than Tony being this pompous for all intents and purposes douchebag that turns into less of a douchebag throughout the mcu but still a douchebag but like you kind of love him
0: yeah that makes sense
2: yeah i think this is a better this is a better origin story in terms of where we're just looking at steve and tony Right. Like, I think this movie is about Steve Rogers. And all of his movies are about Steve Rogers. Like Captain America was just the just a title he had. Um, that's why like Captain Rogers, like that's that's the important part of this movie, is to figure out who Steve Rogers is. And um Tony there's a lot going on with Tony. Like I mm. feel as though Tony's arc doesn't get better until more movies we get into where you know he he's self-centered pompous and then you have to go through the avengers iron man two iron man three ultron phase where it's like all right tony's clearly messed up and then when you get to the phase three part where he's starting to mentor peter and then he eventually sacrifices himself like that's where tony's art gets better whereas this one steve roger's You said earlier like Steve Rogers doesn't really have an arc in this one. And I think that's really – I think that's true in a sense, but it also just shows – I'm losing my train of thought already. (laughs) Ruben, say (laughs) something while I think.
1: Um, Steve Rogers just – Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers just makes me want to be a better person.
0: Yeah, I think to Eric's point, I was kind of arguing more that he, like we have a very clear defining point of who Steve Rogers is at the beginning, um, and there's not much change through that until the end. He, he it's it's still the very same Steve Rogers, the good person. And I I to your point, no, he 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 does have some kind of like arc in there that we see, right? Yeah, but it's the way, also the way he handles being Captain America. Sorry, right. I interrupted you. No, no, it's
1: okay. I'm, I actually interrupted you. I apologize. Um, it's also kind of like Thor in Thor 1. Like, Thor doesn't really have a, much of a arc in the first Thor movie. Like, he just becomes a little bit nicer.
2: We had an argument about this last week. Right. There is an argument. He's, He's learned nothing. I've learned nothing. <laughs> that movie is We horrendous. literally had this arc last week.
1: Okay, okay. Well...
2: Better than Incredible Hulk by our standards, though. Absolutely right.
1: But what I'm saying is, the bigger arc for Thor is in between Thor uh, Dark World and Ragnarok. Like he becomes a slightly better person, but he's still the prince that thinks he can attain it all.
2: I think if we're going back to Steve Rogers here, I think what makes it so great is that even throughout the other movies, he still retains who he is as Steve Rogers. Like, you know, with everything. And that's why I think they said that's the difference. Like when we talk about Falcon winter soldier, like the difference between Steve Rogers and John Walker was that Steve Rogers, um, didn't use it. Like he was, he was Steve Rogers first. And like being from that era, he knew that there was a definite right and wrong. And even like in winter soldier, when they said, Hey, look, we're going to have all these guns pointed at people up in the sky and we'll eliminate targets. Like this isn't no, like, you can't do this. Like he, even he stood up to the man. <laughs> basically he stood up to the government and said, "Like, no, you're being wrong here. Even like, though like, he's like, he, yeah, even though he's captain America, it's like, no, I'm telling you when you're doing the wrong thing here, Whereas you know other people who have tried to be Captain America, they're the government. Like they think they are the law, and that's and that's where this movie shines. It shows that Steve Rogers is just like I said, a good person, and he he's unshakable. Really, yeah. no matter what comes his way, he still gets back up. I, can do this I think.
0: I think. I think. What's cool about Steve is that, and like Eric mentioned. Um, Steve just doesn't like bullies, and even yeah, that scene we'll, is so good. We'll we'll see in later films, but sometimes you're, the bullies can be your own government. And even though you're like this, like part of this war industrial complex as this marketing scheme propaganda man, like Steve doesn't care. And if you're doing the wrong thing, he'll let you know. And I like I just love that about him. And also, he's funny. He's funny in this movie. Oh yeah when Peggy's like, you can't give me orders. He's like, the hell, I can't. I'm a captain now.
2: It <laughs> just jumps. <laughs> yeah. I know. Guy, I'll, what I'll, a I'll tremendous him. line. Just, uh, do you want to kill Nazis? No, I don't want to kill anybody. I just don't like bullies. I'm like, ah, God, I'm so good.
0: Yeah, there's a ton of, of quotes that I just wrote down that, like, we'll see reverberated throughout the MCU. And that's, like, that whole scene, Eric, is, like, yeah, so poignant. A good a good man.
2: Oh god, that's and then you got for me a top 3 moment in the MCU where he jumps on the grenade, the dummy grenade. Oh yeah. Like right there, like you're worthy of that's where Mjolnir was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can hold me yeah. right there. <laughs> that moment. Oh man.
0: Do, what what does uh, Tommy Lee Jones say? He's still he's still skinny he's, though.
2: He's, yeah, he's still skinny though. That's so good.
0: <laughs> but like that's that's when you just knew like everyone was on board with Steve like, yep, this is this is the guy. Um,
1: what was your favorite, I guess, who was your favorite character, like, side character in this movie?
0: Dr. Erskine.
1: Yeah, me too. Stanley fucking Tucci, man.
0: Yeah! Dude, I did not know it was Stanley Tucci for the longest time until I, like, rewatched it a few years ago.
2: So good. He's so good. He could do anything. Stanley Tucci can do anything. I agree. My favorite side character... Er uh, I don't want to say Stanley Tucci because obviously that's the easy way out here. Um, I like Tommy Lee Jones. I thought Tommy Lee yeah. Jones was fun in this movie. We go with Peggy.
1: Just I would go consider her a
2: main character.
1: Well, I mean like the main character is Captain America. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But if we're going other side characters, I definitely think, um, crap. What's this guy's name? Uh,
0: Oh, the Asian man from Fresno.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> Are we taking all of them with us? I'm from <laughs> Fresno, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We also Tell see him him him. in the future.
2: Yeah. We do is the set of things. Don't say it don't Yes, we do. <gasps> <All right. laughs>
1: we'll find out in the future. Is it Simu? Maybe. No?
2: What? Don't leave, don't leave this man like this. Tell him. Well, we can't tell what? him. No,
1: no, no. We can't
0: tell him. We gotta... <laughs> don't, don't tell don't me. This.
2: No, no. Don't say it. Don't,
0: say don't it. tell me. Don't, don't tell me. Don't tell yeah. me. What?
2: All right. Can f- I, I, I nope. can't nope. tell him the phase? No. Nope. Can I tell him the phase at least? No. We'll
1: We'll let him figure it yeah, out. Yeah, when we, when
0: we get there. Yeah. We'll see if he figures okay. it out. Hey, okay. In okay. I do have one thing that's weird that bothers me to this day. What's that? How old is Howard Stark in this movie? And how old was he when he finally had Tony? Because this is like 1945, 46. I can tell
2: you right. Right? Okay. All right. So, 46 and 50. He's got to be in his...
0: No later than mid-20s.
2: It has to yeah, be. Yeah. You have, you have caught me in Howard Stark here. was
0: born in
1: 1917. His son Tony was born when he was 53. You're telling yeah, me that Howard sense.
2: Stark was 80-something when he died? Howard Stark was uh,
1: died 21 years <laughs> later. He was 73 or 74. So you're telling me
2: that... Uh, so, hold on. If I look like that at 73, I'm going to be very happy. So
0: he's almost 30 in, in World War II. Yeah. Tw- 20 years later, in the 70s, he has Tony.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But by the time we get to Avengers, Tony's 40?
2: I would say Tony's his 40s and his 50s. I'd say, I think he's like in his early 50s and Game.
0: Wow. Wow. So. So, it, Robert Downey Jr., Jr., the person, is he in his early 40s when Iron he, Man 1 is being filmed?
2: Yeah, 40, he was 43 when they started Iron Man 1. Wow,
0: he, lo- he looked fantastic.
2: Oh, yeah. He's like fifty-five, fifty-six. I think he's fifty-six right now. He Still looks fantastic. Still Don much. Cheadle is also fifty-six. That's fifty-seven, I think. Don Cheadle so doesn't
0: age. He he's <laughs> starting to show his age now, which is like sad. No, that all these characters are showing their age now.
2: I don't think so. That's why you get the young bloods in? Yeah, the young bloods. Okay, which have a,
0: go ahead concerns
2: me because Anthony Mackey is like forty-one. Anthony so, May- again... So I need him as Cap for, like, 20 more years. So.
1: <sighs> I don't know if we're getting 20 more years
2: out of Anthony Magic. Like, I've <laughs> said, like, we're probably going to get him for another... Maybe 10. Movies, maybe. maybe 10. 10? You think he's going to be 50 when he's playing Captain America?
1: Why not? <laughs> well, I mean, that would probably be, like, what, three movies? I could I, say... I could say... We'll I could see. See. Either, like, another, well, we know Captain America 4 is being, conf- is already confirmed. Uh Who? Falcon and the Winter Soldier Season 2? No?
2: Okay. I don't think they're doing that. And okay. then you got the team-up movie, whatever the team-up movie is going right. to be for this phase.
1: So that's so. two movies right there. I think we get uh another trilogy, Captain America 4, uh, 4 5, and 6.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I'd that, be down for that. Yeah. I never want to die, that way I can keep <laughs> watching these movies. You know what Listen. I mean? Or or if I do die, like, can I get them all in heaven? Yeah, if oh, I yeah. if I make it there. Yeah, I guess.
2: Christian, your heaven is going to be your own personal movie theater, man.
0: Yeah, with like nothing but waifus everywhere.
2: <laughs> yeah, nothing but waifus, and just whenever you say what you want to watch, and it just starts playing. Yeah.
0: What's Eric up to? Show me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, all your favorite directors. Like, hey, I want him to sit down this movie with uh, me and we'll talk about it.
0: Maybe Jackson will be there. That'd be a good time. Okay, I, I have I have another question for you guys. It's kind of a toughie. We like to think of... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We like to think of Iron Man as kind of like the heart of the MCU. He's the one that got it started. He's the one that connects all these characters. He's the one we cry for at the end of Endgame, right? Is there a conversation, an argument to be made for Steve Rogers as the heart of the MCU? Is he the heart of the Avengers team? What do we think? Mm -hmm. He's the heart for
2: me. Yeah,
1: I would say so. For me, it kind of like brings the, I guess, age-old question. Not really age-old question. um, Who was right in Civil War? Uh, Age-old question. Yeah. Yeah. Who was right? Five year old question. Who was right? It doesn't feel like five years. (laughs) Beginning of time. It doesn't feel like five years. Um, it it depends on your answer. If you think Cap was right, then I think Cap is your is the heart of the MCU for you. Yeah, not to take anyway. Tony for me is
2: the backbone. Ooh, okay. Tony's like the foundation. Yeah, like he like everything in the MCU can go back to him. Like he's what holds it all together.
1: Yeah, I like that. Um,
2: And Cap is like the beating heart of um, of this team, and you feel inspired by him. So, God, I love
0: Captain America so much, dude! Oh my God,
2: it's so good. He really is.
1: He makes.
0: He just. I don't know. He's like stoic, but safe at the same time. Like he feels warm, but also like protective. He's whatever Chris Evans, uh, himbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to make it clear, and I wrote this down in my notes. Canonically, Steve Rogers, a virgin in the MCU. <laughs> Just in case I you didn't mean... know. When he
2: got back to Peggy in Endgame, he got his fuck on, Christian.
0: But that's years. <laughs> I don't think so. Years of buildup. Yes.
1: I don't know. I got said... to see Captain America, Winter uh, Soldier again.
2: He says it. oh I gotta, <laughs> I gotta see the Captain America sex tape. <laughs> no, really. no, no, I no, see no.
0: <laughs> no. At least until this You'd watch it, Ruben. I
1: can't confirm
2: or deny that.
0: Amazing. Amazing. That's America's ass. That is America's ass. hmm Do we have any favorite scenes of the movie? Wanna bring up? Um for me it's
1: when he first gets into that first fight, and, and you just see him with the trash can shield, it's great. I could do this all day.
2: Fake feet. Oh, that fight! Well,
1: yeah, yeah, that fight.
0: Okay, yeah, I know
2: what you're talking about. I know yeah, what
0: talking about. That yeah, that's that's a good scene. The whole chase sequence after he like yeah, it's the serum is like one of like the best scenes of that movie, where he doesn't know how to run. <laughs> and well, he just... like, just seeing him like he's like sprinting, then he realizes like he looks down at his body and he realizes he can go faster and he just yep. go. Yeah.
2: Awesome. I like, the, I like the kid going, Don't worry, Mr. I, I can swim. swim right <laughs>
0: That's awesome.
2: Um I love um the scene when um Johan takes the face off and you see Red Skull because like for me, watching it. When the bridge is starting to Mm -hmm. retract, it really for me was like this divide between what makes Captain America him and what makes Red Skull him. And and it's just like, it was literally like, (laughs) here's the physical divide between these two, but we also have a a metaphorical divide between them. I I like that. I thought, can't believe we haven't talked about Red Skull yet. I thought he was perfect. I really like Red Skull in this movie. You go weaving. He had like that. I know this is set in the 40s, but it was a movie made in 2011. Had that like old serial villain yeah. type thing where yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm yeah. larger than life. Um, so, really yeah, he's,
0: like al- he's almost a bit charismatic too. Like, I almost kind of like seeing his character, right? Even though we know he's a bad guy. You
2: know what I kind of want to root for him, like, oh, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. I don't know.
0: <laughs> For me,
1: it, uh, his character harkens back to, like, a uh, a radio villain where, like, what will this guy do next time, you know?
0: That's a horrible radio voice.
2: Watch out for that Adolf Hitler, boy. He's a bad egg. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, Eric's is actually really good. Yeah. That was – I like that. Dude, actually, real quick, while, while Eric brought it up, I, and I guess now I'm thinking about it, one of the things I really liked about Red School is, like – he obviously he's very close to like the character of what hitler was or not even character the person that hitler was and one thing this movie gets right about history that i almost forget about is that nikola tesla used to like make these like insane weapons for like germany back when he was like a a scientist there and he supposedly he made like insane stuff that he was terrified by that like would have like won the war for like Nazi Germany and he just destroyed a bunch of stuff. You Whoa. get, you get some of that even in like Nazi zombies from call of duty, but I mean, if we're yeah, going crazy, that route,
1: I think, uh, I don't know, let me not dive deep Here, into the conspiracy sure, sure. theories of world war one, uh, world war two.
2: I'm about to blow y'all's mind. You ready to hear it? Yeah. A few yeah. things. One, Joe Johnson directed the rocketeer, which you definitely yeah. can get Rocketeer vibes in this movie. Of I course. Um, he also was the uh, visual arts, visual effects artist and art director for Raiders of the Lost Ark. So that one scene where he talks about Hitler going in the desert, looking for trinkets. Yep. Mm, that's yep. Uh, I thought that was great. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. Um, I liked how Johann Schmidt was like, Hitler's stupid. <laughs> Oh like, yeah, I
1: was just going to mention like,
2: that. I don't, I don't care about what he does. Like the is old news. I'm I'm the I'm the show now.
1: Yeah, so he's I, like I, I well, it, it, the Nazis. We we're done with the Nazis. we're we're, we're going to start our own stuff.
2: We're using the Nazis, so yeah. I thought that was cool. I thought that yeah. was really cool. Fun little thing. Also, did I forgot Joe Johnson directed Jurassic Park three? So like his creds kind of come down just a little bit. Jurassic I Park am three glad you or up. Jurassic World. Jurassic Park three, Okay. All right. just the the, one, with the pyrd- one.
0: Yeah. The pterodactyls. Did you hear about that crazy
1: insane uh, Jurassic Park theory that they're all fake?
2: Not that stop. the movies are
1: all fake. The the dinosaurs Wait. are
2: all fake. Stop it. Stop it right now. Aren't
1: they? Like oh, I guess they're clones, aren't they? Right? They're clones, yeah, but in the in the, the movie universe they're saying that it's not clones, that they're all just fake
2: dinosaurs.
0: They're like the robots yeah. or something? Yeah. That's terrible. Please never say that to me again.
2: Wow. Okay. Better not talk about dinosaurs that way ever again, Ruben. Did you know dinosaurs. T Rex ate that guy. Dinosaur you know who you're feathers. talking
0: to. That's Eric, the king of Jurassic Park.
2: So yeah, don't. Eric, I have am happy. One you large popcorn. Uh, Jurassic Park. It. Talk about it.
0: I'm glad you brought up the Rockets here, and just Joe Johnson in, in particular, because yeah, he he does great stuff like period pieces like like the Rocketeer. There's a, there's another moment that I wanted to bring up as far as like favorite scenes that uh, I didn't consider it my favorite scene then, but this scene is better after watching Endgame. It's when um they're all at the Stark Expo and Bucky is leaving. Uh, he ships off to war the very next morning and he's saying goodbye to Steve and he says uh, I didn't write that what Steve says. Or what, or what Bucky says to it's Steve. It's like,
2: don't do anything stupid. yeah can I yeah, you're taking all the and stupid I, with you.
0: Taking all stupid with you. Yep, and that moment hits a lot harder after watching Endgame. Yeah,
2: Ruben's about to cry. <laughs> no, I'm not.
0: I also wrote down another moment um, yes! when <laughs> 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 the night before uh, Steve gets the serum. It's uh, him and Doctor Ersk- Erskine having a conversation, and like on the, the two cots, and. Uh, uh, Cap asks, "Why me?" To which Doctor Erskine says, um, "A lot of a lot of stuff, but essentially, good becomes great, bad becomes worse. Weak man knows the valley of strength and knows compassion." And he says, "Stay who you are. Not a good man. Not a fuck. I missed. I... Oh no, I messed up. Stay a good man." And he points to his heart. One of the, one of the most powerful scenes in that movie,
1: but also one of the best <laughs> scenes where he also like oh, you can't drink this. You have, you have a uh, <laughs> procedure tomorrow. And he's like, you're going to save it for me? He's like, no,
0: I'm going to drink it myself.
2: <laughs> so, what about you? I don't have procedure tomorrow. <laughs> uh, a I
0: guess. also like when, when he's counting down when, before Steve is getting the serum and just Erskine touches his shoulder just like right before it starts just to reassure, like, mm-hmm. Steve, everything will be okay.
2: Everything all right. Oh, that wasn't so bad. That's what the penis said <laughs> I enjoyed I enjoyed that one. Um, and Let's then the impromptu um Haley Atwell uh peck touch, the totally oh. improv one. Oh yeah.
0: Was it improv?
1: mm-hmm
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she was right. she was like that that wasn't like she was so just like oh my god oh Told me uh, you
0: wouldn't want to touch his pecs though.
2: I, I to mean, specs. yeah, I'm, I'm safe, I'm Got comfortable saying that, yeah. Just, just, oh man, yeah.
0: I have some more stuff here for us to discuss as we're getting closer to the end. Bucky, as a character in this movie, did we ever think he'd come back as the Winter Soldier? Did you ever think that would be a possibility?
1: Honestly, uh, if I'm being honest, a hundred percent, I completely forgot about Bucky. <laughs>
0: Uh, wow not in this
1: movie like when i first saw it and then when uh wonder soldier came out i completely forgot who bucky was if that makes sense i'm not a big really D- yeah i'm not a big dc uh no i marvel. am a big dc comics guy i'm not a big uh marvel comics guy so okay very interesting
2: Eric. So I knew, like, Bucky's story. I know he becomes the Winter Soldier. So I didn't know they were going to do a Winter Soldier story. Uh, and when they said that, hey, the next movie, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, oh, Bucky's coming back. So that'll be that'll be fun. So uh, I think Bucky was important here just to show the friendship. That's about it. Bucky's really not that special in this movie, honestly. Yeah. Um, but it just shows that this is probably the most important person in Steve Rogers' life yep. right now. So, um that's all he was there for. Yeah, he
0: becomes a war hero just, just basically just to go search for Bucky, just on the off chance that Bucky may be still alive. So, yeah. We already touched on Tommy Lee Jones and Doctor Erskine, uh, Doctor Zola. I I like him in this movie. That is okay. I do too.
2: Um, I did like that one scene of like, "What is this? It's a cow." Oh yeah, st- yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. The scene I but like I, the I, best I, with him. Oh, sorry, Christian, go ahead. No, you may you might answer it. Go ahead.
1: Oh, the scene I liked best with him. He's where uh he's like, what are you doing when uh, Schmidt is just like launching all these, uh, I guess, bombs, like blowing up the place, and he's like, you know, he points at Captain America on the screen. He's like, the enemy's already here or something like that, and. He's just looking at him. Are you dumb? We're still here. <laughs> you have a chance to escape? Yeah, but like seven minutes isn't that much of a chance to escape, you know?
0: Barely enough time. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, for it, me, yeah this scene, I know. me, like he he's just always like he's a smart guy. He's a very competent guy, but he's living in the shadow of uh of Red School. Yep. Like he's mm-hmm. afraid of him, and I get that when like Red School is being painted. Which I wish we could see the painting. But oh. like, oh, what do you think, Dr. Zola? It pauses. A masterpiece.
1: We just might see away. it We might see it in uh, Loki. Who knows? Tesseract is there.
0: That's true. I'm just saying. By the way, Tesseract.
1: Space stone, correct? Yeah, I, I was going to ask that too. Yeah, it's. I'm assuming it's a space stone. Because how the hell did Reginald get to... Uh...
0: Yeah. Or me. Vormir. I almost said Vandermeer, but that's that's. I almost said Vermeer
1: from Mass Effect. (laughs) Uh,
0: And then we didn't touch on Peggy too much. What do we think of Steve's relationship with Peggy?
2: Adorable perfection.
0: I I love them those two right.
2: That's this. Oh, sorry, I cut you off.
0: No, go for it. No,
1: please, please, please. Okay, I'm gonna go for it. Are you in Stark (laughs) doing? Come on.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, no, man. for me, it just like I didn't think I, I like was falling in love with these characters like the first time I saw it until we get to the moment where in like Steve is sacrificing himself and she's crying over Steve and like I, I realized that like I'm tearing up and they're like they're not going to get their their dance and like oh my god these two deserve each other so much so much and and they never got it until they they finally did but ah it just it, 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 in this movie it hurts
2: yeah. So I got a, I got a couple of scenes of Peggy that I love. Um, got one scene where like, everyone's like, all right, whoever gets that flag down gets to sit in the back with Agent Carter on the way back. And then, you know, Steve just takes the pole down. Love that. Yeah. Um, love the scene when they're going to Steve's procedure and they're talking about having a dance partner. Um, that one was great. Um, I love the badass scene of Peggy after he sees, after she sees Steve kiss the girl. Uh, she just shoots at him. That was so cool. Oh, man. Natalie Dormer, by the way. Yeah, insane. Um, let's see what else. I love the scene when she's watching the uh, the footage, and she sees that Cap sees that Steve has her picture in his like watch or something. I love that. Mm-hmm. That one was mm-hmm. really nice. Um, the same yeah, where she Peggy Peggy was great. Like, she, and the, the what was great about it? It wasn't like she was just um. Love interest, like she was a strong character. Oh yeah, that's why she's own. so good. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so. I think for for me, I think of Peggy as for like what Eric said earlier. I don't think she's a side character at all. I Think she, she's definitely like a main character, and she's her own character, yeah. uh, independent of of Steve for sure. And one of the moments I can think of that like for me makes her like such a cool character. There's two actually I can think of. Is one when they're at boot camp and she kicks that dude like. Run right the junk, him. or yeah. oh, punches him. That's right. Yeah, punches what him first, of? and then I think she, yeah. she does
1: kick him in the junk. I think no, sorry, she doesn't. I apologize. Yeah, it's just maybe a I just maybe I just wish she did. Yeah, me too. To <laughs> me,
0: uh, but the second is when uh, the 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 guy is getting away with the serum, like the the spy, and like she's ready to lay down her life uh, in order to stop this guy, and she's like about to shoot him as the car is, like, about to run him, run her over and Steve comes to the rescue. He's like, what are you doing? I had him. And that just shows how, like... Uh, committed she is. Com- yeah, committed is a good word for it. Yeah, absolutely. Her resolve. Yeah.
1: Um, my favorite scene of Peggy is actually when um, Steve is forming his own crew and, you know, she comes into the bar with the red dress and she's, like... Uh, she's looking for a dance partner and... He, bucky's like yeah
0: let's go right now let's go right now
1: and she's like nah it's got to be the right one it just i'm a sucker for a lot never
0: she never breaks eye contact with steve nope. even though bucky's like talking to her god but i there- want a girlfriend
2: <laughs> what did you say i want a girlfriend
1: I was going to. This is the segment where I was just going to bring in some Doctor Who, like the Impossible Girl. She's here. Like, isn't that crazy? Are we
2: not going to discuss that, Clara? I know or she what? was. I know she was in it. Yeah. I didn't know you wanted to take time to talk about
1: it. I'm just. I didn't. I was just bringing it up. Thought it was pretty funny. Not really.
0: I have a question for Eric. Mm. Where is the best place to talk about Stanley? Is it is it during the conversation in the movie or when we get to your segment?
2: I think it's when we. You know, I guess it could be whenever, really, because like we were talking about organically, it just came up last week for Thor, right.
0: so That's it true. really hasn't
2: come up organically this one. So, I guess that kind of shows where it stands, really. I um, yeah yeah. So. I think just whenever, whenever it just shows up, I think that, that's best to talk about it.
0: Should we do it now? Because it just kind of happens. You know, yeah. it's like in the middle of all these events. Yep. Sure. And it's right before like a big montage that like is a little bit forgettable. It's just Steve doing a bunch of crazy stuff with like blowing up super tanks and whatnot.
2: Mm. Yeah, we can talk about it now. That's fine.
0: Take the reins, my man.
1: So, we're ranking the Stanley cameos. Guys,
0: wait! It's my
1: Ruben. You, it's you're in charge of this. Oh, yeah, my bad. My bad. It's okay. It's all right. Um, where do we want to rank? Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, Stanley cameo.
2: I I did like the line of I thought he'd be taller. Yeah, I, I thought that was I thought that was fun, and I guess like for me, it just he's got speaking lines. The best one is when he actually talks, not mm-hmm. when he's just there. So. For me, I gotta
1: put this at two. Oh, two, okay. Oh,
2: yeah. because yeah, like the Hugh Hefner one is just like, oh, he looks like he Hugh Hefner. Around. There it yeah, is. That's it. Yeah. yeah
0: there's something quaint about him just standing like in a robe at this like huge like, ho- like party. For me, I would maybe even put it under Hugh Hefner.
1: Yeah, that's I'm where okay. I was. I'm thinking. okay with that. Hey, I'm, I'm okay w- with that. Yeah, but now you kinda like got me thinking maybe it is above Hugh Hefner. I, I'm. am just. I was stating my. I do piece. like the line. I'm. I'm sorry, Christian. I'm going to have to put this at number two. This is your thing. I know, but I'm just saying.
0: It's not better than Thor, though. No. <laughs> Did I get it?
1: No. It's not better than Thor, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> oh man. I miss a good Stanley cameo because we don't get that in the MCU shows. Yeah. Supposedly the rumor was that they filmed a bunch of extra stuff so that they could. They could continue to use these small cameos in other MCU films. I don't know if that's going to be true or not. I'm still waiting for more. <laughs> we'll see, I guess.
1: Uh, that's the best I can get. Oh, commentator in uh, the audience. So I wrote it down as
0: like a the White House metal service.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Um... Commentator in the audience, <laughs> like that's all I could think of. White House Medal of Honor.
2: Uh, yeah, that's, that's cool.
0: Tweet.
1: I'm still sticking with my commentator joke. So,
0: what is our li- what is our list looking like, Ruben?
1: Uh so so far we have uh, Iron Man Two at number five with the Larry King cameo. Iron Man, ooh, The Incredible Hulk uh, at number four with the old man dying from radiation poisoning, we assume. Um, Iron Man, number one, at number three as Hugh Hefner. Captain America, the First Avenger, at number two as the White House Medal of Honor commentator. And, of course, number one is Thor with the cameo of the pickup truck guy trying to lift the hammer. (laughs) amazing great
0: so it feels like we're wrapping up here is there anything we we want to talk about that we haven't talked about before at all with uh captain america any other points we need to touch on
2: i think it's just a, a strong movie
0: yeah
1: red skull's face is a little weird those cheekbones
0: i do think the strongest element is the characters in it not so much the plot. I think Hugo Weaving does a fantastic job with the Red Skull. Absolutely. Peggy's character, uh, uh, obviously Steve Rogers. And I think some of the plot, like that, that middle section, I felt to me felt a little bit long, in terms of like movie, but it it is a great, a great MCU film.
2: Awesome suit, by the way. Oh, I'm really yeah. happy. I was worried going into this, seeing this movie, like. How the suit would look because I'm sure we all like grew up watching the cartoons and Captain America's got the wing tipped head uh mm-hmm. helmet. And so I was really worried about it. And then this movie came out like that's a freaking awesome suit. Yeah. That they did. Cause it's practical. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't just let's throw some spandex on. So like this is a practical um piece of uh gear. So Yeah.
0: Yeah, the costume design and most of the MCU stuff like can be hit or miss. It's usually a hit for me. Captain America in particular, like, always looks really cool.
1: Oh my god, that's a perfect suit.
0: I did like the scene when he steals like the helmet for the first time, and it's just one of like the the women's helmets with yep. the, with the A on it. Yeah, pretty clever.
1: Oh, oh also, oh, yeah. come on, his there motorcycle, like that's fu- that's a badass. That's
0: motorcycle. cool. Yeah. Oh man! Absolutely, Cap's a badass. He is okay let's uh let's rank the villains first i think right
2: all right boys girls so like i always say what is a hero without a good villain so we here at the penultimate conquest are going to rank the bad guys in the mcu so let's give you where it stands right now At number four, we have Abomination slash Thunderbolt Ross from The Incredible Hulk. Number three, we have Whiplash slash Justin Hammer from Iron Man 2. Number two, we have Obadiah Stane from Iron Man 1. And at number one, we have Loki from Thor. So, gentlemen, where do we think the Red Skull falls?
0: For me, I think this is uh, underneath Loki as, Um, as number two.
2: I'm I'm agreeing with you because like while that like Ruben described that radio drama villain esque thing from him could only get so far. I mean he did have motivations where he's just I just want to take over the world, which makes sense in like a 40s piece. Um Yep. But other than that, there wasn't like really anything other than I'm the bad guy, clearly. Um Eric, but, that
0: was per you literally read my notes. It's like Aside from power, what are his motivations? Question mark. So yeah. yeah.
2: I think his campiness is what has him so high for me also. So that's that's what I got Ruben what you think?
1: Um originally I wanted to say it was the beats loki without a without a chance. Wow. But I have to agree with you guys. It's definitely Obadiah's Stain is is great, don't get me wrong, but like Hugo Weaving just has this aura which Makes me fear him, so I'm gonna have to go with number two.
0: I just, I don't want to. I want to smell Obadiah's breath just once. (laughs) Mm, Whiskey. I just want to
2: like rub the head. Oh yeah. (laughs) Anyway, there is our new number two, Red Skull from Captain America: The First Avenger. So,
0: wonder how long he'll stay in the top five. I'm curious.
2: Not very long for me. We got a lot of great villains coming up. We also have a lot of shitty villains though. We do. We do have some... You know what? Actually, let me retract that statement. I see him being number in the top five for a little bit. For a good while. Once we reach phase three, I think. Once we reach phase three. yeah. So yeah. Red Skull is going to be comfortable for a little bit.
0: So I think the consensus here is that we all agree Captain America is a good movie. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But I think the question here, and it's going to be a tough discussion, is whether or not it's better than Iron Man. You know what I mean?
2: I think that I think that's what we're following right here.
0: So let's let, let let's just rank the Marvel movies so far. We're getting to the segment. Uh I'll catch you up on where our list is looking like right now. Of course, number 4 down below The Incredible Hulk. 3 is Thor, 2 Iron Man 2, and 1 the very first Iron Man. Where does Captain America rank
2: for you, Eric? Uh of these five movies, it is number 1 for me. Um, Cats and a Bear is a very strong movie. There are some parts that falter a little bit. Um, like, the montage stuff was cool when they were taking down all the factories. Um, Could have not used that, but such a strong character. Like, you're right, Christian, this this movie is about the characters and the char- all the characters here are much better than, I think, Iron Man's characters. Um, in, like, Pound for pound, I mean, I mean, if you got to take into and uh, all of them, I think Captain America's core of characters are better. Um, I do think the plot of Iron Man One is better, um, but I, I got to take everything into account, not just plot. And where Iron Man struggles for me is that third act. Third act's not really that. Great, the uh, first two are fantastic, uh, but overall, I put this above Iron Man One by like a like a smidge. I, uh,
0: okay.
2: I love this movie. It's really it's probably for me the most underrated MCU movie. It's really good.
0: Reuben,
1: Christian, are you are you sure you want to do this? Why don't you go first? I'll save my I'll,
0: okay, okay. Yeah, Eric is right in a lot of ways, and I respect his opinion. But I don't think it's stronger than than Iron Man. I think Iron Man One as a movie entirely is a lot stronger, pound for pound, beat beat to beat. Iron Man One I think wins. Even though I think the character of Steve Rogers is is clearly like one that we relate to more than Robert Downey Jr. And honestly, I have to disagree. I think the third act of Iron Man is for me more entertaining than the third act of Captain America. I just like start to not, not care when all this like super base stuff is going on. It's nothing but like explosions and Cap just like running and, like, I I, I just start to – it starts to lose me a little bit. That's fair. So where do you put like I, number two? I, I mean, number two. It's still a really good movie, but I, I think Iron Man, for me, is just a stronger movie altogether.
2: Okay. Ruben, where's, where's Cat Fallen, buddy?
1: To quote a future movie that's probably – I think it's actually the oh, next God. movie that we're going to be doing. Big Man in a Suit of Armor. Take that off. What are you? I'm sorry. Genius,
0: billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. That's right. And to all, uh, quote, uh,
1: to take another quote, I know guys with none of that worth 10 of you.
0: So it sounds like Captain America is our new number one. I'm is sorry, that correct? Christian. Captain America is number one. That's fine. Listen, it's not my number one, but it, it's, it's our number one. How about that? It is now. It's your number one now. Ladies and gentlemen, our new list goes like this: number five, The Incredible Hulk; four, Thor; three, Iron Man Two; two, Iron Man; and one, Captain America: The First Avenger. Just write that in.
2: I can't believe we haven't even talked about the end credits, uh, the end scene. It's really cool, just the uh, the whole it's future li- thing. I love it. Was it in
0: credits? That was not in credits. That oh, was it, part uh, of the, the end movie. of the
2: movie. Excuse me, the end of the movie. That part yeah, it, it, was cool. We should touch in, on this
0: for a quick yeah. second.
2: Eric, just, go ahead. Uh, it's just all, all this new stuff happening to him. He's in Times Square. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on. And then Nick Fury's like, Cap, Cap, what's going on? Like, what you thinking about? He, all Cap could think about is I had a date.
0: Ah, heartbreaking. It's so
2: good. And
0: honestly, it was so exciting. It's like, oh, my God, he, he's here. He's in, he's in our time now. Now he's going to get to meet all these characters that we like we know and it's very exciting. And then we get the post credit scene which is literally just like a semi trailer for the next movie
2: was hyped. I can't tell you Super how hyped, hyped I was seeing that. I was like,
0: "Oh my god, there's we're gonna to to talk next step, next time we do this because we're gonna start Loki next week. That's right. When we going to watch the Avengers, I'm gonna make you guys watch the Avengers trailer. That's just like the one of the worst trailers I've it's, ever. Seen in my it's life.
2: not good. It's not good.
0: Oh boy! Awesome, Ruben. I see you typing up some stuff for plugs. Do you want to take it away?
1: Uh, let, uh well, I'm sorry. I should have. <laughs> I should have like. Well, we could start plugs. Well, Christian, you go first.
0: Yeah, if you enjoyed me speaking, you can follow me at ISOChristian over on Twitter. Um, I usually talk about soccer and my movie, podca- movie podcast, <laughs> large popcorn, uh, to hear all my takes on movies. And I'm also starting a new uh, challenge over on Twitch. If I get enough enough challenge points with my community, I'm going to do an interview stream with our friend Islam Dubai over in Denmark. We're going to do the Hot hot Ones Season 15 uh pack challenge where we eat through the uh the hot the hot sauces. It's gonna be a lot of fun oh, and very wow. torturous. So stay tuned.
1: Okay. All right. Eric, where can people find you?
2: Uh hi, uh Eric C. again on Twitter. Uh it's mainly um sports MCU stuff, really. Um let's see, NBA playoffs are still going on. Sorry about them trailblazers, Christian. That's okay. They, just, they need like a fresh coat of paint. Some something's, something's not working there. But they get rid of the coach. See what happens there. Um, uh, then that happy Pride Month, everybody. Um, happy Pride yeah. Month. Love everyone. Uh, unless you're not, so you then fuck you. Um, so that's that's about it. Uh, do we have the Pride merchandise? Is that the merchandise uh, that thing? That is going
1: up next week. Um, okay. yeah, I, I'm still working on the the graphic and trying to okay. figure out what colors it fits best on.
2: Um but yeah. Uh do what you Can Pride Month, fantastic. Uh, donate to a charity supporting LGBTQ uh T I A plus is that is that oh, so I make sure I got Um Trevor Project is one um I think it's great, uh, charity. So yeah, yep. like I said. Give um if you're both if everyone's fully vaccinated, give a loved one a hug. Tell them you love them.
0: I want to hug Eric so bad.
1: <laughs> I want to hug you so bad. You know, just tell you everything's gonna be okay. I
0: appreciate that. No problem. Um,
1: you could find me uh, not really on Twitter uh, at that guy Tuesday. I'm more on Instagram and Facebook, I guess. Um. Yeah, doing some stuff and some things.
0: Make sure to follow our Twitter, at Penultimate Conquest. That's right. For a bunch of cool stuff on there.
1: Down below, you could see it next to Eric's face. Nope, next to your face. So this way. Um, yes, so uh, E3 is next week. So we. Are, this is actually, I think, our only... Show this week because I don't want to burn out anybody. Um, we have a lot of plans that I am currently working on the, the scheduling wise, so uh, stay tuned. This Sunday, I believe, is us doing E3 stuff, unless there's a Saturday stuff. I'm yeah, right. there's
2: Thursday, mm-hmm. there's yep. one Thursday, the yeah. summer preview, the Jeff Keeley one. Well, we're probably gonna get Elden Ring stuff, Ruben. Uh-huh. So, uh, you
0: think? Jeff
2: mm-hmm. Keeley is a pain. Jeff's got ass. that poll. What? He does
1: have that poll. Like, why? Jeff's I have a doctor's pole. appointment. Like, you didn't bother to even text me to let me know, like, hey, is this cool? Like, E3 is a mess this year, dude. It's a I mess. Know. Like, what kind of this been done on a Wednesday? But anyway, uh, we're going to put up our sc- streaming schedule this weekend only on twittercom Penconquest.
0: So stay tuned. That's it. Amazing. That's all I got. Bye, everyone. Until next so time. ready
2: for Loki. Excelsior. Today's Excelsior.